I'm easy, whatever you want. Work away, Tony. Do that through there. You haven't done it in a way. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Muscle and the Hustle. I think you're an Oma. I can tell by the sound quality. Am I correct? Yeah, I'm an Oma. Moved home. Hard to be no, the land of the No, free. no. Big, big moves, man. Big moves. Big moves. Hey. Yeah. So what fill all, me in? All, all will be all will be revealed soon. Oh, so it's all private. You're private last week with shoes. You're private this week. This isn't even a pro, pro, this isn't even a podcast of talent things now. How good you saying, shoes uh, I showed you. I didn't I didn't end up ban a pair. I was like, mm, I don't know. I, once I started looking at them myself, I was like, these are nice, but I was like, oh you are afraid know. that people look at them and go, Oh, they're they're not they're cheap. Trust me, that's not what I'm afraid of. If anything, sure, I fucking post that I wear fake shoes, so that's not my worries. I just need to really like something. Otherwise, if I I don't know if anybody else is like this, if I go into a shop or I see something online, I'm like, I sort of like that, or mm, I'm not too sure, I'll buy it and it will sit in my wardrobe for fucking 10 years. Whereas oh, I, I need to love something to wear. It's like either, if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no, always in every area of life. Well, uh, well it depends if you, if you buy something as an investment. You no know, trainers and clothes now you can you can get some we have the investments. Yeah, but I mean in terms of like wearing it or stuff like yeah. even with like buying your first house or anything, if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no, in my opinion. Even with relationships and stuff, that's the way I sort of run it. Do you see that? You can sort of see it. Uh oh yes, yes, that's nice. I bought that for about a quarter of what it goes for now. And it I nearly see. took and nearly took the label off it. How much was the? How much was it when you bought it? It's a hoodie for anybody who doesn't know. Three hundred and fifty dollars. And now it's worth for what a thousand. Well, if you have a small, it's worth over a hundred k. A small. Yeah, but mine's isn't a small. <laughs> uh, mine's small. mine's is probably four and a half. You did you hear that Lamborghini that drove by? I apologize, anybody's fucking listening here on this shite. Um. Uh, didn't hear it now. Um, but yeah, no, I, that was pure fluke. I just liked the hoodie. And when I got it, I was like, oh, I don't like that colour of blue. And then I showed it to a mate that who would uh he would resell designer designer stuff. And he was like, Oh man, don't take the labels of that, hold on to it. It's weird. I can't believe people uh, would buy a sec- like a second hand hoodie for deer. I suppose it's not well it's not second hand, it's it's more expensive than a fucking probably that Lamborghini in some sizes. Uh, but mad. It's mad because they only do, I think they only do 15 of each size. And it, fuck, that's metal. Uh, so what, what all have you been up to then? You've just been working in the background. That's what you've working been on. in the over background. The... Uh, Time goes so work. fast, doesn't it? Like, it feels like 10 minutes ago we done last week's podcast. Uh, I did last Sunday night. So I work in the background. A couple of big, big plans afoot that hopefully I can share maybe, probably by the next podcast. You love the secrets. Uh, um, I just can't. It's... Uh, Contractually obliged not to speak about it. Um, but yeah, all in that DJ and Sunset Bros tour starts next this Friday. So that is a month of madness. Are you a little bit tired tonight? Um, well, I didn't get home this morning after four. Jesus Christ! Yeah, well, there I was you up go, again at ten. Up again at ten. Try to keep a bit of routine. Bit of rhythm, you know, that is that's tight enough. Fuck, I'm. Fuck, you're getting home and I'm fucking starting to wake up now. I'm fucking early as fuck now. I can't sleep. Why? Heat? 
Uh, no, I'm just in a really good routine. And whenever I get in a really good routine, I just start de- the more and more that I stay in routine, the more and more my body just starts waking up before alarm. So like I have my alarm set for seven every single morning now, and I'm up at like 645, 630. It just, and then there's no point in even going back to sleep for 20 minutes. Like, yeah. And then what time does ever, what time does ever or two throw the other boys in the fucking trough? Well, Sean, Casey's, Casey's an early riser. Casey's an early riser. Casey's up and out. Like Casey's up very similar time to me, if not just after. And then he's away for a walk. Fitz is hit and miss. Some mornings he'll be up like stupid early, and then some mornings like this morning you'll not see him at about ten. It just depends. <laughs> you know what I mean, it just it just depends. Do you know what I mean? Uh, his uh, his podcast blew up. His podcast was very good though. The end of it in particular about the value exchange stuff I found very good. Me and him chatted uh, a good bit about that. It, up, uh, very- it didn't blow up the first week weirdly. See, it just depends. I think a lot of people, like a lot of people now are, like a lot of people wrote to me over the last week saying, because uh, of how quickly my Instagram grew over the last week, a lot of people are writing to me going, hey, never seen your content before. It's unbelievable. Just listen to the podcast. Absolutely hilarious. So they're probably clicking uh, on the last couple of episodes. Yeah, no, we get that a lot. There is people working their way. They normally listen to the, the newest one and then work their way backwards through older ones. Just depends what you who you like and who you know, but it's one of the yeah. ones where... Yeah, but it's surprisingly, do you know what it is? And even for anybody that's listening to this about the, I just want to really dive into this because this is something I've been drilling in the mentorship as well. It's consistency with doing something like constantly pays off. And so, for example, see see the start of the year, I was on 18,300 followers. I had stagnant growth for nine months, did not move an Instagram follower. And for the first two months, I posted on Instagram and TikTok and grew fuck all from January, February, not a fucking beat. And then all of a sudden, a thousand then got two thousand and then maybe got two thousand again and then this month i've got four thousand in a month which is fucking bonkers yeah it's the snowball effect you know what i mean like it's completely like that with everything because the thing is i done a hundred days of content and seen a thousand followers in the last month and was like most people would say fuck us especially after 60 70 days of consistently posting i was like i'm not getting anything here and you think about, ah, oh, fuck it. But I actually just doubled down because I'll just do another 100. And this 100's paid off massively. So now I'm like, fuck, I wonder if I double down again. So now I'm trying to post twice some days. Yeah, but it's got days. better too. The value of your con- content's better. The reps, but that's the reps. You're not going to get better unless you're putting in the reps in the gym. The reps you, you, could, you, could, you could tell the odd video you're putting up now of the, the food was you were ticking a box. Like there was one sandwich you put up. Oh my remember? God, right. the egg sandwich. remember that, the toast? Was it an egg sandwich or was it some sort of toasty? It was an egg and bacon sandwich. That was it. But Fine. The thing, there was something I remember going. But it was a quick... Do you know what the thing is, though? For me, whenever I used to used to train at the start, see, the thing is, I'm always trying to think of what it's I was real. like when I remember. It's real. Yeah, yeah like, it's real. Fun. High protein and easy to make. That, that's all I'm worried about. So I don't give a fuck if it's not a recipe. All I need is get you somewhere. If you go, right, I need 40 grams of protein. I need low calories. I need to be two minutes. For me, that's far more beneficial than somebody turning around and going... Right, we're going to make a lasagna here. Like, the, the, who the fuck is time to make a lasagna from scratch? No harm. Like, that's fucking bonkers. So, fuck, for well, me, depends on people. people fuck, are yeah, but I mean, majority of the people watching your video, do you know what I mean, are not going to do that. Some people will, but majority will. Did, so did you see that? On, we, have a, we have a question about Andrew Tate. But did you see the Andrew Tate video that went viral like yesterday about people? Yeah, he's out here at the minute. We've seen him in the gym. He's in the gym constantly. Food prepping. No, I didn't seen the one where he's falling off his Ferrari into the water or something. No, he said something about a few food prep broccoli or food prep in general. You're a pussy. Shock. He oh. know he know he knows how to get people's attention. Like he's that's just like Jim Smith. They're just they're just going hyper oh, once. Like, oh, wild! He knows how to do it. 
we've seen him in the gym a couple of times. I didn't even know who he was. The boys who knew who he was, and they were like, holy fuck, that's Andrew Chad. I was like, I don't even know who these boys are anymore. Like, no, I didn't I didn't know until we've literally got asked every week, what do we make of him? And then I don't watch anybody's content. Don't watch anybody's content. So I'm the wrong person to ask. Uh, I just uh, I only see the parts that go viral, and the parts that go viral are just him saying stuff for the sake of saying it and then winding people up. I follow 40 people on Instagram and have about 37 of them muted. The only people I don't mute is like my mom and my dad, and that's it, and they don't even post. So I don't, see, I don't, I don't see anything on Instagram anymore. I, don't tr- I try not to. I'm there to create. I'm not there to consume. I think when you consume content, your head goes mush. Yeah, probably. Well, it depends what you're... Yo, it depends. depends. Like, there's educational content, so it depends who you're following, but it's one of the things where you need to be careful of your input. It's like, I would tend to follow people out of politeness, and I know loads of people do that too. So that's uh, why I'm actually yeah. very tempted to go back down to zero, because sometimes I think when I meet people now, I almost feel, like, obligated to follow them, whereas when I had zero, I almost turned around and was like, lucky, yeah, I just don't follow anyone, so it melts my head, whereas now it would seem pernickety. Yeah, 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 you get that, yeah. It's good for the head, though. See, not fucking scrolling. Like, I can't explain how good it feels for my mind not to be on it. Instagram constantly scrolling. It always just says caught up to date, caught up to date, caught up to date, and it's suggests. Or, or you can just not scroll. That's hard, though. I think that's the only way I won't scroll is by not oh, right, yeah. Like yeah. Very few people will go up. Uh, uh, like, even if you have app limits, you set times. You say, I'm not using my phone here. The best way to do it is to, to not have it on your phone. Is annoying. Without, you scroll... Do you scroll TikTok? Uh, not really, no. See, TikTok's harder because even if you don't, you will end up. But the thing is, sometimes what I'll do is I'll be like, right, I'm struggling for content here. I'll flick uh, through the follow it. I'll flick through the For You page and see what comes up because sometimes you'll get a viral video and you can go, right, I can remake that better or X, Y, Z. So yeah, yeah. sometimes I look at it and I'm consuming, to be fair, but I'm usually going for like a, I'm usually looking for trend and sounds and shit now. Like that, like that video I posted the transmission earlier, like I got that off it. Yeah. Uh, I use that music for studying all the time. Ludovoco experience. I've, I've quoted that on here before, but the thing is, it's going viral now. So I was like, now is the time to use it. What is it? Ludovoco. I can't pronounce his second name. It's called Experience. It's like a slow piano music. I use it for work. That's it. Is it a trending song at the minute on TikTok? Yeah. Uh, so for anybody listening, if you ever need to study or do work, that usually most studies will actually back that you shouldn't listen to lyrics while you study because it's obviously... Kelly. So, yeah, one of the things I would do is I would listen to classical music, but that there's like a mixture. It's more like dramatic, but it's very, very good if you're trying to zone in, I find, if you're on low levels. So just something to, I don't know, for you to think about or to say what the fuck's Tony at, but there you go. What the fuck's Tony listening to classical music? Fuck off from about me. I didn't get a shower there and I must smell because it's just flying around me. It's like fucking Lord of the Flies out here. So what's the crack? What's the crack with the training now? What are you training for? I am still fucking that, which is fucking terrible. Uh, this must be weak fucking. Oh, it must be. I'm, I'm not four months into that. I put up four months of fat loss earlier. I'm are you low carb at the minute? So my carbs are not. My food isn't low. I'm on 2,600. And I am saving all my carbs for pre. Uh, yeah, like I'm saving all my carbs. So I'm training early in the morning around 10 or so. So I save all my carbs for the last meal at night, really, now. And then that way yeah. I'm loaded for the morning. They're digested and all, which is a bit smart for training, not smart for your energy. So the rest of the day, I'm a wee bit dead in the water. You're, you're the lunch, the lunch or stroke breakfast that you're eating. Seems to be zero carb almost, does it? So my food plan is, at the minute, what I'm having is I wake up. I should be having salmon in the morning, but I've been having steak or... I'll explain the meals, right? The meals are roughly... Uh, steak and a fuckload of edge 
plain and simple. Uh, there's a bacon egg white omelette and yeah. turkey sausage meal, which fuckload of veg. Then there is a chicken and veg meal. There's another chicken and veg meal. And then there's a yogurt meal at the end of the day. And the carb sources then are thrown in. Before the gym, I have like three rice cakes and a banana. I have a kiwi or two. I have a nectarine, some blueberries throughout the day. Like I, I put these in and then the last meal is usually a whack of rice, like a whack of carbs just in fruit form, whatever way I can get them in. And that's it. Like that, like honestly, I just, a couple hundred calories of carbs all I have because a thousand, almost a thousand or 1100 of my calories is protein. And it's about 260 grams of protein in the minute. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's quite a large amount. It's about three, four grams of calories. Why, why most, you, for, for people who are listening, no, especially probably the fellas more so like the the magic number that always be quoted about is 200 is usually two grams per kilogram so if i was 100 kilos i should have been eating 200 grams of protein whereas whenever i was 200 kilos or sorry when i was 100 kilos i was eating 250 so i was getting 2.5 grams but we haven't changed that since i've dieted so if anything it's been about 250 260 the entire time but as i've dropped off 20 kilos now from 103 to 83 it stayed the same are you backed up? No, everything's fine, man. I am feeling like, don't get me wrong, we were tired from time to time, but that's normal during that phase. But I am completely functional here. Like, uh, what's your thoughts up? If, uh, I'm, I don't even know my macro ratio because I'm eating meal plan. I send him it. He sends me the meal plan and then I alter it, send him it back. And then I don't read the ma- I don't read the calories. He sometimes reads them out. Uh, that's your car. Like, I probably yeah. be on like my fat sources over the day would be from meats and stuff, but it also probably have 30 grams of peanut butter. We would avocado over the day and dark chocolate. So I'm getting my mono and saturates. I don't really eat many of our fats because they're the better ones. They're the ones that are going to give you. If you're bored to death from this, I apologize. They're the ones that help with like IGF-1 release at nice, which is like insulin growth factor, hormones, all this sort of shit. After an hour and a half of sleep, that's what kicks in. Uh, that's one of the reasons why if you ever hear people say you need seven and a half hours sleep for recovery is because 90 minutes in, that's when growth hormones released. So yeah. if you're only getting five hours sleep, you're only getting three and a half hours of growth hormone release. Whereas if you're getting seven and a half, you're maybe getting five. So that's why recovery adds up. But no, see, because I've kept uh, training good, intense. I've, I'm not hungry. I'm keeping my food right. I'm loading like fuck. Like the amount of edge meeting is mental. Uh, but I never thought I'd actually be hungry on two six. But Joe even says to me, it's just because the amount of muscle mass I have is it's that would be considered semi-low for my height and my weight. Yeah. What weight are you? I'm 83.5. Looks like you're drinking a bottle of vodka there. I know, bottle of water. A bit of, bit of a weird one, but yeah, no, I'm just that, and I've got about... And then, are you going to compete, or what's the story? Two, two weeks from next week, I'm done that, and I'm going up to maintenance food and maintenance volume and training, down to maintenance volume and training and up to maintenance food for a month just to give myself a bit of a wash off from more dad fatigue, even though I've had that practically last week with the family holiday. So family holiday, three. it was three weeks dad, family holiday, wash off fatigue, another three weeks of dad, and now wash off fatigue for a month, and then yeah. just reassess, really. I don't know, I, I really was against competing, but at the same time, I'm also starting to get to the stage now where I'm like, fuck, I am pretty fucking lean now. Uh, mm. And he's sort of going like, you've really done about three, four months of the dad already. I, I'm interested to see, once we take the maintenance month, We'll see how far shows are. We'll see how far out I am. And then it depends. What he, if he says like a couple of weeks, fine. If he's saying like two months of that or something, it says sucking balls. Fuck that. I'm out. So it just depends on that. That really comes down. It comes down to where I am in the world, what I want to do. I'm not going to compromise my life. And the thing is, this prep would have been the weirdest prep for anybody watching because it was two months of super strict photo shoot. And then it would have yeah. been a month of meals out and alcohol while still trying to lose weight, which is but not... That's good. Do people want to see that, but... 
Yeah, it's not normal yeah. prep though. But that's the thing. You're coming up against people who have been military strict, so you, you know, I wouldn't no, I expect don't. to win. Yeah. Me, yeah, do, do you know what I mean? It's one of the things I'll just see what lines up. But I'm not, I'm not already stressed. I'm not putting no pressure on myself. I'm not being like, oh, sneakily competing. I'm just actually going to take it. Once we do that month of maintenance and just go right, what way am I looking? How lean am I? How much more? Or will we just go slightly up in calories and mellow out? Yeah. Doing a big personal business and content now. Like I want to be pushing two videos, like two videos maybe once or every two or three times a week on top of the reels every day. So, you know, we have to pick your battles, I think, sometimes as well. Like you have to weigh that up quite a lot. So it's one of the things, well, what's more important? Very true. Somebody asked a question last week. Do you ever train mobility? No, never. There's no point me lying. I'm just blunt as fuck. I should like I can barely get into squat. Do you know like the way you normally squat? What do you mean? Like I can barely get my hands in that position where you squat, like like that there. Like not front squat, like, like the bar. No, like the proper. Yeah, like where you actually lock into squat normally that position there where your hands. Because your nuts. Don't know. It just never. It just. I start cramping and I don't have the shoulder mobility anymore. I don't. If you don't use it, you lose it. So it's one of the things where like. I don't need to be in that position. It probably isn't smart, but uh, still a fucking house. Mickey, you know yourself, so don't you. Yeah, have you ever gone out train mobile? I think when as, as you get older, things start to become a, a more of a priority rather than like aesthetics. So I think as time yeah. moves forward, business will be more and more of a, an important factor in my life. You'll probably cut down training days. You'll cut down the amount of your weightlifting, maybe do some cardio for heart health. I think your priorities change over time. So like, when you're 35, 40, Joe, 45, like, are you really worried about the way you look? Or are you more worried about how long you're going to be around for? Well, what about, what if this, someone was drowning in Marbella? Someone goes, is there a lifeguard here? Is there anybody trained as a lifeguard? Cover me. How would them shoulders work for the front crawl to get out? I'm quick swimmer, sure. Sure, I'm fucking like for are you, are you still a quick swimmer or what? I'm quick and over short burst. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Adrenaline carries, same with fires. There's 100 kilos running the burning buildings. I was fucking not fit, but... Adrenaline carries you completely. You're Might probably, heart- you're probably uh, more likely to take a heart attack. You are now. Would you? No. You don't do a lot. You don't do any cardio now at all, do you? No. Steps. Steps is steps. all I have. I'm not that fit. I would have been fitter in the fire service because I was running uh, in our buildings all the whole time. Hard to know. I was fat as fuck during the fire service for a lot of it too. Like, I love the seas from fucking funny. Swim. Uh, you, never, you never really see muscular people swim. Like, no swimmers are there muscular because muscles, you know, because muscle sinks. Ah, uh, you don't see like fuck. And um, that's why you see all the ice swimmers are fat because they float and they're they're insulated and fat floats. That's why you see a lot of older men, and that's why it actually makes sense to lose weight because it's not weight burn. But yeah, fucking weird one. So no, that's that's all that's pretty new with me. The boys go home on Fitz is deciding where to go home tomorrow. Casey's going home for Friday for sure. I'm going to Fungarola for three or four nights. Uh. And What's then go on, there? go on from there. I'm going. No, I'm going there for three or four nights, and then making a game plan when to come home from there. Really, to be honest, that's about the height of it. Uh, Is your lease up in that apartment? Up on the Friday, and I want to see what Fungaro was like. There's a very good gym out there. I want. I was. I was originally looking at villas in Portugal or Marbella or Fungaro. I haven't been to Fungaro, so I don't like to look at villas to buy to rent out unless I've been in the area. So. Uh, I want to actually spend a wee bit of time there and go, would I live here over summer? Would other people, like I know people have probably been there, but one of the things where I want to see what's like. Uh, my friends fly out tomorrow. To your... Fungi? No, Portobello is buying a villa. Tomorrow, Fucking... actually, yeah. Actually, Pretty penny. I... Mm, 
there yeah. is indeed. Uh, I don't know if I'd like to live in Portobello, though. I don't know if I could live here for life. Uh, we had actually had conversations <laughs> on Thursday. Joe, it, it's one of them places where, don't get me wrong, I do really enjoy it, but it's like Dubai. Like, I could live here for two, three months at a time max, and I would need a break then. Yeah. Well, I think that's what people do when they, buy, when they buy villas out there. They don't use them as much. I, I'm looking at villas out in Dubai, too, and it's one of them things where I'm doing it because the company's out there, but it's also one of them things where I actually think I could live in Dubai quicker because Dubai is, fair enough, summers are terrible, but I like the fact that when it's cold at home, it's warm there. Ah, oh, yeah, like, the like November, boom, you pop it out and it's warm to March, and then you come home and it's heated back up in, in Ireland. That's that I actually quite like that, yeah, because yeah. then you've got you've got all your countries close to home, and then you've got that. I quite like that. It's, it's a different sort of take. It's a, it's a place a lot of people don't like, but it's, it's just one of the things where I feel like whenever you go somewhere, it's all perception. Yeah, well, that's it. It's it's no, these people have the saying there's no place like home, no. But home I, is where home, but home is where you make it. Oh, 100 percent That's why people go away and love it, and then people go away and say they hate it. But I completely think it's because they start zoning in on the negatives. Like people move to Australia and then they're all, oh, this isn't my family's not here, this is here, but they don't focus on the positives or vice versa. People only focus on the positives, and then that's why yeah. they like it. Where versus everything you do in life with moving or traveling or living somewhere else or living in a it's all pros and cons. Like when you're buying a house, you'd be like, right. How far is it from the shop? How far is it from the school? How far is it from the gym? It's not going to probably be near everything. And if it is near everything, then maybe you want a privacy because you're in an estate. So life is yeah. just all about pros and cons and just trade-offs. Yeah. So it's one yeah. of the things where if you hyper zone in on that, uh, whereas like Hillary's ones lived on like a main road and they like, I think they hyper zoned in on that. And then it made them almost go, oh, fuck this. And they're moving now. So it's one of the things where it all just depends. Yeah, as you said, you can't pick all the boxes, but... No, you can't. It just it really it's very true about Australia. Like a lot of people go to Australia and it's like if, if you're unhappy at home, you're gonna be yeah. unhappy in Australia. That is yeah. not gonna solve the only way you're gonna be happy in Australia is if you go out to Australia and you do what loads of people do. They go out to Australia as an escape and they drink for fucking a year and then they do the farm work, they do another year drinking, and then they come back and get slapped with reality. True. That is fucking bang do. on. Because I was very tempted to do that when I came out of uni. I was like, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. A lot of people do that, but then there's a lot of people that if they know then they know the thing that's holding them back in Ireland. They get the street and leave that behind. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It can set you so right. If, like, if, you're, if you're going to leave behind, like you have a group of friends, you can't really shake them off because they've been friends forever here. And you go, you know what, I'm just going to go to Australia. And they get out of that friends group. I've seen it happen to a few boys, like, that's kind of yeah. sorted themselves out out there. But it was all down to just they were surrounded by morons. Yeah, environment dictates progress as well. Like, don't get me wrong, I still feel like you can turn around. Like, I've had friends in uni and friends have hung around for that, take drugs constantly, still would if I'm at them. And I just say no, but then there's other people who really struggle with that. So then if you can't say no, just remove yourself from the situation because you still have responsibility to yourself. Yeah, like, I, I feel like sometimes environment, does, like, as much as you might not be happy here, you can make better decisions elsewhere because it can almost feel like a fresh start, like a Monday or a new, so... Like whenever I, this is one of the reasons why I constantly be floating about now is because I get a really different perception. Like I'll value yeah. family more when I'm away because I don't see them. Then when I come home, I'm buzzing to see them. Then I'm more inclined to do things around home. Like I'm like, oh, I miss Silent Valley. I love that place whenever I go to think or I'll go here for a coffee. Whereas if I'm at home for months and end, days roll into weeks, weeks roll into months and I've done yeah. absolutely nothing in a routine. Whereas even here, I'm over here, I'll be like, oh, I need to make the most of it. You know, I've only three, four weeks, five weeks. Right, let's go out tonight. Let's go for a bite to eat and let's do X, Y, and Z. So I feel like 
it's just that like I've only got a certain amount of times in each place it makes me value it more. Yeah. But I do also luxury, but... I do also think there is a there is a thing I think about like the, the, the Irish way of life, like the, you know, we don't save our life the way we should. I think the whole so, UK I forgot though, that's the reason I quite uh, like I know what I mean. that's a lot more me. relaxed. I, like I say, when we were in Australia, like we had all fairly good jobs, fairly like important jobs. But we always made time in the evenings. A lot of people now, like in the UK and Ireland, they don't make time in the evenings to do fun stuff. Like I said, oh, you no, come no. home, you come home from work, you make the dinner, and then you probably watch TV or you you might go for a walk. But like in Australia, we never even turned on the TV. Only no, we the sport, maybe. We haven't turned on this tally once in our house here, not yeah. once. But then in Ireland, like. When the weather's good, everybody's in a better mood. It's, it's, it just seems like it just seems like we know we. There's a lot of watching tally at home. Like I would never watch tally when I'm away. I only watch tally because my mom's got it on. They sit down, you're watching some. Now, don't get me wrong. I do love a good fucking like if I get really into a good series or a good movie, I fucking love it. Like yeah, we're loving Thunders out July fourth here. Like and I be very tempted to go to the cinema by myself to see it. You know, even in fucking Spanish, but it's one of the ones where. Like, I love that, but at the same time, I think if I asked you the last 20 things you watched on telly, like, you, you wouldn't know it, but you could track back a couple of the places you went to eat or moments. So I just feel like it just yeah. depends. But it depends what you value. Like, if you really enjoy... Like, I am somebody who actually really enjoys a good movie, so it doesn't... Yeah, I love it. No, I love a good movie, but I'm saying, like... there's a balance of how many you can watch in a fucking week. But I'm saying, like, most people, like, here, comes home from work, they get... Make someone to eat, and then they... Yeah, if you gym, that's your night done. Yeah. If you gym, you, that's your night done. That's the way it used to be for me. Fire service, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Drive home, seven bells. You arrive home, you have dinner at a half seven. You go train from half seven to nine, home, eight, in the bed, up. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Repeat Monday to Friday and then try and make the most of your weekends, which is nothing wrong with that at all because people think then all of a sudden like, oh, well, like if you go and become an online coach, you do something like that, you're working. But the thing is, like, sure, I was messaging you there at 8 p.m. on Sunday going, give me about 10 more minutes here. I'm trying to make a, a layout for my grid on my Instagram. Like, and it, it, do you know what the thing was? I couldn't, like, I'm editing content the past 30 minutes there, right? Because every time I fucking download it off the fucking editing app, it says normal lateral lateral raise. Like, for some reason, it's got me saying lateral lateral raise twice. And then whenever I delete that, it says normal, normal lateral raise. And you're like, I've spent 40 minutes working here on a Sunday night fucking editing shite. So that happens, you know, where you can get the grass is greener as well with that. But I feel like a lot of that, a lot of that is perception. I think it's perception of how you view things. It's like, as I was yeah. saying to you before, how you view whenever something negative happens to you, it completely dictates your mood. So like, if I go into the gym, um, somebody's on a machine I want, I don't crack up and be like, blah, blah, blah. I just sit and go, right, well, how can I use this time more wisely? I'll text my mom or I'll do a FaceTime and come back in in 10 minutes. Somebody won't have the luxury of that. So then what can you do? Can you swap your workouts around? Do you know what I mean? Change it up different. It's just one of the things where it's completely, gra- it's gratitude. It's it's flicking it and being like, whenever you, as I was saying, I think it was last week, I always go over my ankles and I, the first thing I always say is, thank fuck it didn't break. You know, simple things like that change your mindset so much. So yeah, something different. But no, game plan for me is overall here, Marbella, Fungarola, home for a month and then probably out to Dubai for a while because I need to be back. I'd have to be out once every, I have to be out every four or five months. So that's my game plan. That sounds, uh... Do you have a few questions? We have a few questions. Well, first question. I don't know what this guy kind of means. This is one. I have one question as well. 
We have a guy says, "How do we?" Well, I wrote it down. How did how do, the our business direction or strat or style of doing business? It was a big. It was a longer question, but it didn't make that much sense. Right. Well, here I've got one that's fucking straightforward. Then, uh, Sonny yeah. wrote in my Q and I made Hillary sort of answer it, and then I I'm gonna we'll answer we bit in here. How to actually tips to actually acquire this is exact words acquire birds. That. Are you tag me on that acquire who uses that word? I don't know. We well, he actually was generally serious. He wrote to me, been like, Thanks very much for that. But then, how do I get confidence? So, if you had to try and like list down three or four main points to, to help you acquire or pull, not pull the night out, I mean, actually get a girlfriend or go on dates and stuff, I would say number one is obviously confidence. Which Hillary noted, I think that is that's just that's just a vibe. You'll get that off people. And if you don't have confidence, the way to build it is to set yourself small goals and take yeah. them off and be proud of yourself. And then slowly over time, you get more confident. Look after yourself. You know, train it doesn't have to be weights. Run, actually do a physical sport. Walk, take walks, listen to podcasts. Become smart, Joe, you know, in, in any field, and you become more confident as an individual. So I think setting small goals for yourself builds confidence over time of who you are. Uh, I think as, as taking pride in your appearance, so you're not scruffy all the time. Like all the like, uh, everybody is a wee bit scruffy, fucking rolling out of bed or on a Sunday night or whatever. But there's a balance of like, if you're out and about, well, wearing, it depends on who you want to attract. Like, yeah, semi, you know, you, you'll like not, you'll be in it. You'll be, you know, if you're a scruffy get, you're not going to attract a fat girl. It's very under fashion. Like it's not happening. Uh, yeah, but if the gear, you know, if you're dressed to the nines. Wearing fucking Gucci and Armani, you're not going to attract a rock chick. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it's balance. I no, think it's, it's balance. Um, you, but it's it's also, you know, I think chat's an important one too. Yeah, I think like actually, one not being a dick. I think I chat, but humor. I feel like you need to not take yourself serious. I feel like that is a main issue of a lot of men when they go on dates or when they're flirting with women. They get offended if like the feel it goes wrong. Whereas if you go in a lot less serious to any sort of conversation or any sort of it usually just flows better. Whenever people go in and be like, oh, this needs to go well. Honestly, if you walk up to a girl and you start having a bit of crack or you just start chatting, like it's normal conversation, like you're not even trying to get her number, there's way more chance you get a date than if you go up and try and approach the situation for it. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a million times. So you just need to actually have just conversation. Like it's, that's the thing. Like if you're ever going on a date, just have conversation. And if it goes flirty, that's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's not one of them things you should be pushing for or, pre-plan and i feel like there are the four main key points of oh, mind if you just call dm a girl going here let me take you out like, don't get me wrong i'm fucking straightforward but there's also fucking there's there's common sense as well i feel like a lot of it comes down to that but you also have to have and then number five would be in my opinion you need to bring something to the table like this is something that uh, yeah, I, yeah. I honestly like if the girl's a stunning looking girl she's got a decent job like what do you bring do you be if you bring humor that's great, but you have to also be know what you bring to the table. And if you feel like it's not enough, now that's not me being funny, but how can you level up? How can you bring more? Can you be funnier? Can you dress well, be well-groomed? Joe, can you be fit, healthy, strong? Can you have a stable, a good, solid job? You know, safety. Like, that's a lot. Like, for some people, that's plenty. But it's one of the things, even if you've got a good head in your shoulders, you're not taking drugs. That's that, They're all boxes that are ticked that are good. Whereas, I don't mean to sound cheeky, but if you're taking drugs at the weekend, you're off your head, you're drinking every single weekend, you're in and out of jobs or you're, you know, you've no ambition. You're yeah, not going to yeah. attract, you're, you're going to attract somebody like you, which is fine. But nine times out of 10, that's not what you actually want. You attract exactly what you are as much as you don't want to think about it, which is good and bad. Yeah. Yes. 
but then it's, I, it's like people's got this real hang up of rejection. Oh fuck, that's that's the one. That's the one. Like, people's got this hang up of rejection. Like it's they're afraid. not a big deal. Like you're not gonna be like how like how many girls will not find me good looking is gonna be endless. Do you know what I mean? So the thing is, it's one of the things where you don't know what that person's thinking until you actually go over and have a conversation and you'll know. And it's one of the things where you will never know. But I think it's because of ego. Ego is the enemy. It's that like, I'm better not taking the shot so that I don't get knocked down. But that shows uh, you confidence. Because if I went over to a girl and had a conversation and it didn't go well, or she was like, excuse, like, who do you, who are you even? I'd be like, well, that's just a rude cunt. Like, fuck that. I wouldn't be like, all of a sudden, oh, I must be ugly or I must be this or I must. Joe, it's one of the things where it's all perception of that is well like you can even look at that like it's no big deal like you'll know you'll know fellas in your friend group that could get turned down a hundred times and their confidence is still fine no issue at all and then there's boys who won't even chance a girl and it'll never work for them and you wonder how the other fellas getting on well with dates and moving forward because they're not as scared to take the punch they're not afraid to take a hit and the more it happens the less you will actually give a fuck and it actually balances you up yeah it's it's, it's mad about the people that just can't handle it is. It's the no, hammer. It's not rejection. even the no. It's not even the no. It's uh, the not the ultimate yes. Not the like when girls be like. No, like soon you ask, I don't soon even. I don't even know who you are. Like I don't know nothing about you. Why would I? Why would I go on a date with you when I don't even know nothing about you? And then they're like, "Oh fucking, she's just cheeky. She's up her own ass." One hundred percent. But even if you're flirting, like I remember, whenever I be a couple of years back, whenever you're flirting with us, and you'd be like chatting away, and you'd be like, "Oh, Joe, on the first or second day, I, I would always be like." Do you go on many dates? Like, do you be out? And they're always like, no, never. And you're like, no, like, never get asked. And I'm like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's because they're not getting out. Like, and the thing is, then a lot of the time when you ask, usually, and this is me being honest, yeah, after a bit of flirting or a bit of chat, a lot of people will go, yeah, because they want to see, they, they want to see what it's like, do you know, because they're not honest fucking many as you think. Like, uh, a, a 27 yeah, year old going on a date's not common usually, unless it's fucking uh, just a hookup or a ride. 27 wouldn't be as much. Uh, even 22, 23, like a lot of that is... Out I don't know. Well, I don't know if Tinder is Tinder as big as it used to be. I think Tinder is still relatively... It's not as big as it used to be, but I do still think it's... I think it's definitely more of a hookup place now than... Nah, it's, it's more Whereas of a... Before, I think it was a bit of a... Is the Bumble... Is it the Bumble or Bumbles where the people who want the actual... Bumble's more serious. Out? Bumble's definitely more like entrepreneurs and stuff. I know a lot of the boys in Dubai use Bumble. Yeah. Rhea. That's the big one, isn't it? Rhea. Rhea. Grinder. No, Rhea. Grinder. You should be on Rhea. What is Rhea? Well, you should be on it. You've got a girlfriend. Rhea's the one where the celebrities are on. You have oh, to be invited. Is it, well, it's a, how do you spell it? Is it R-A-Y-A? Like Rhea, the magic dragon, the new Disney film that's out about seven or eight months. No. Rhea. Or A Y A, yeah, it is. That's it's spelled like the Disney Dragon, folks. Just so you know, um, Disney Dragon. I don't know what the whole go. Ah, it's it's, it's one of the celebrities. You should... There you um, go. You should, well, well, you're you're really doubt I'm going to get on it with 27.9k followers. Sure, you never know. You just you could be a new kid on the block. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, some chance. Hey, Matthew uh, will be on the podcast at some stage. I got to work out with a lovely fella. Uh, uh, be good there. Good to get some inside scoop and that fucking shit show, show that's going on at the moment. No, but I think people like him are also sick to death. For fucking, he'd probably be better to talk about Dancing with the Stars or something. 
I think you'd be right, sick of that as well. You sort of as much as as much as you're known for doing Love Island, I think because it's on there as well, you'll never you can't really shake it. Like, well, you can't where, shake it because it's what got you to the dance. Wes Nelson, for example, releasing some released some banger tunes. First thing when people say, "Who's Wes Nelson?" You go, "I remember that fellow was on Love Island every single time." Uh, well, also fucking buying houses like like mad. Is uh, he? But I. Yeah, yeah, he's mad, mad property portfolio, like millions upon millions upon millions. Like straight away when he came out, some some company came to him and said, Do you want to make your money work for you? And he's like, I like literally within straight the away. first two years, like m- some mad, mad stuff going on. But uh, I think he's actually quite good. Yeah, 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 100%. One of the um, things capitalize it. What other, well, that, that is one question how to acquire birds. So, Realistically, let's break it down to points. Confidence if you don't have confidence, you need to work on building it. You'll get that through books, actually, fucking YouTube and how to get it, building out goal setting, learning off other people, learning off people who have confidence, and actually setting yourself goals, tasks, how to make yourself big dick energy is a big fucking one. Number two was take pride in yourself, don't be scruffy the whole time. Number three was a sense of humor. Four was how you say that because I have no gel there. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, I think, was like actually have a bit of something about you. you know, have a don't take or have a bit something about yourself. Whether it's your looks, your confidence, whether it's your job, whether it's something, just bring something to the table. And number five was, uh, wasn't it what we done in sense of humor? I don't even know what five was. That's how important it was. Don't be afraid of rejection. Don't be afraid of rejection was actually like sex, I think. But yeah, we'll roll that. You know the points there. Anyway. Don't take yourself too serious. That was the you one. You know, you'll miss every shot you don't hit. That that does, that rolls in it. So don't take yourself too serious. Don't be afraid of rejection. That's probably the main thing, in my opinion. Yeah. You miss 90% of the shot. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's the main thing there. Give the person the credit who said that. Michael Jordan. That wasn't Tony McLeary's quote. <laughs> no, obviously I haven't shot in fucking years. Sure, what the fuck? I can't be put. I I didn't think I'd have to quote him there. I thought that was just like a given. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You might never know him. Who said it? Um, we've well, well, the quote master. There's uh, a quote for the weekend all in already. Boom! Listen up. <laughs> I could do the sound uh, effects. The there's a question here. Doesn't this one's for Maggie? See Maggie's videos from Ladder Kennedy. Do you get nervous playing in front of so many people? I think that's a actually, good question because it's actually the, it's actually the opposite. You get nervous playing the less people because they pay more attention to music. They pay more attention, but they also pay more attention to you. Like in Letter Kenny, in that one, he's talking about there was like five thousand people there, four nobody to five thousand. You, right? you nobody, like nobody, can even fucking breathe. It's that part. They're worried about <laughs> their own health and safety. <laughs> yeah, right whereas never- another gig, say if you're in a smaller venue, it's more intimate where people can. They can actually physically almost shout at you, and you could hear them. Hundred percent. So I remember you'd we... be under more pressure at that because you 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 have to get them people. If there's fifty people in front of you, and you're having a shocker of a night, you have to get them fifty people dancing. If there's a couple of thousand in front of you, by and large, they're going to be on the dance floor anyway. Yeah, like for example, like we were in a restaurant the other night, and they were playing music, and there was DJ, and even the DJ in the gym. You actually notice them, and you look at them a lot more, and you're way more hyped in with the tunes because there's not as much going on. Yeah. So like when they put on a bad tune, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like Joe, like uh, you click in, you click in for what you want. It's very, it's actually quite. That's actually. Quite and also, like a, as a DJ, you can notice people leaving. Well, not leaving the venue, but like going to the bathroom or going somewhere. You notice like like there's a wee bit less people in front of you. And yeah. That can that can fuck that could fuck with a DJ's head. Whereas if the place is rammed, you don't notice shit. Yeah, that's oh. interesting. See, I think. I would struggle with a very large crowd with spe- I'm gonna to have to do some speaking events over time now, but 
fuck like i think anything over 40 50 for the first one i had absolutely dirt my cacks i've spoken no, for about i've spoken in front of about 115 for about five minutes and absolutely was a stuttering fest it was not good look you grand it's all about projecting your voice the podcast would help you that was that pre i think it's I think it's one of the ones where you just have to, you have to, the more you do it, the more it just becomes, it's like everything wraps. Just do it to yeah. get it done and you get better over time. Yeah. And a bit of, uh, just be, you know, don't try to ad lib at the start until you get good at them. Don't fucking ad lib. <laughs> like, don't just go in there and wing it and go, I'll just fucking make it up as I go along. Do that after maybe a hundred of them. I would but never start, wing it. I'd be reading the I'd turn around and just read the slides. <laughs> Uh, well, that's uh, yeah. People do that or or use uh, points. What else? Points to trigger them up. Um, that is all our questions. Points to trigger is good. How long is that? That must be us near wrapped. Big man 50. needs to go and make a bit of content. Fifty. Fifty. I will. That is plenty. Aye, fifty is plenty. That is a complete. Yeah, wait there. We'll just do a quick. We we got a couple of new reviews. Oh fuck me! You love these, look. Tony, it's it's what keeps me awake at night. No, it doesn't. Yeah, didn't. Didn't. Unless somebody unreviewed us, and I'll just check the one. We were still at 103, which isn't great. Oh, yeah. fuck me, it's plenty. Thank you very much, Ramey. Has read I'll be see gratitude. Flick your mindset. I'll check the one. We haven't checked the one, no. Um, but no, 56. That's a like, share, that review. Is atrocious. Like, Thank share, review. Um, hopefully, get Matthew McNabb on in a few weeks. And a few more guests when we know where Tony's situation is going to be. Situationally speaking, the Wi-Fi could get worse. Yeah, very, very true. Very, very true. I will be in Fungi next week. That's what I'm going to call her, Fungi. Uh, well, uh, yeah, guys, have a good one. Enjoy thank you very life. much for listening. Hopefully you got some value. It was a bit of a weird one. Not really a topic. But yeah, any topics you want us to cover, please message because we never think of anything and we're useless as fuck we'll probably, so have to another, we'll probably have to do another love doctor one shortly because we are getting the odd question I feel like we should make more so if you want to ping us in even Joe dating questions or anything just fire it through and we'll maybe get Caroline on for that uh, we get a female perspective female perspective would be very good I think <laughs> uh, but alright guys have a good week thank you very much for listening goodbye